guys. Welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kirk Smith, and there's two of us here. And I'm Graham K. I almost jumped the gun there. Uh, good to be back for another week. It's our last in-person one for a while. We're doing the remote. We're back to remote again. Just for a little bit. I'm going up to Canada to do some shows. And uh, this is going to be episode three uh, of That's our true. review for Love on the Spectrum. So be forewarned, uh, if you have not seen the series yet, there's going to be some spoilers, spoilers coming up. Spoilers, the sharks eat everybody. It's season three, yes, episode yes. three. Quick turn uh, in uh, Love on the Spectrum. Really you wouldn't expect it. Uh, sharks eat all of the people. Well, it's filmed in Australia, so yes. it's, it's, uh, it's believable. Yes, it's very sad. It's all for the ratings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all for ratings. <laughs> They oh, were slaughtered. Uh, Good news, though. Episode five, everybody comes back. It was mm. a dream. It was all a dream. All a dream. Yeah, yeah. It was all a dream yep. by Michael, so. Um, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's coming up in a little bit, the review for episode three of Love on the Spectrum. Uh, first, we, uh, uh, we, don't have, we don't have much to say with regards to um, our weekly segment of Week in Review. Pete's doing great. He's got his new fish. He's really happy about that. Um, my friend, Greg who's a comedian here, says that he, I sent Greg a picture of Peter. Got it. And uh, with all of his toys. And Greg was like, Greg Stone, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, Greg, yeah, of course. Greg, comedian, so funny, Greg Stone. And um, Greg Stone was like, Greg Stone uh, I loves um, toys. Okay. And I use Greg Stone as an example of how it's okay to play with toys as an adult. Got it. With Peter. Uh, so he's not so self-conscious because he... He really only used the character from Forty-Year-Old um, Virgin as an example. Oh, that's true. Of an adult who plays with toys. Steve Carell, yeah. Yeah. So it's a breakout role. So this is an, uh, another example, and uh, I. Sh- anyway, so Peter doesn't know Greg, but he knows of Greg, and I showed last episode of Autastic. I was talking about how Peter started sending pictures of his toys, and so what I've then done since then is I have sent a picture of Peter with his toys to Greg, and Greg was like, oh my gosh, um, this is an amazing collection. I have a bunch of stuff that he uh, might want. And so Greg is going to send uh, me a care package, or I'm going to go pick it up from Queens, because Greg lives in Queens, and I'm going to uh, bring it to Peter, and nice. there's got like a Boba Fett helmet. After the Boba Fett quarantines for two weeks, but yes, yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, that's awesome. They both love uh, Star Wars and Spider Man, okay. so they have overlapping stuff. And I talked to Peter about it, and he was pretty. He was like, he was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Okay, okay. I was like, you get Plain a Boba cool, Fett helmet, huh? you could put on. He was like, I already have Boba Fett like, in the, in the figurine, yeah, yeah. and I was like, no, this is one you can put on. He was like, oh. <laughs> okay, I might like that. I'm listening. I'm yes. listening. Could be good. I like how he goes for the hard sell. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. plays hard to get. He plays hard to get. <laughs> um, but uh, JJ, no, no news on JJ. JJ's doing good, man. We uh, threw a little calls, and uh, the weather, uh, the one uh, positive of global warming, besides the fires all over the world and everything else, is it's warm in Sweden. So they still have nice weather in Sweden in September, which is rare. Going for walks. So going for walks. No any, snow yet. Any um, news on the new ca- on the car? No, you were going to buy the yeah, their yeah, center I've saved of car. the money. I've made the money, saved the money, and so now I'm waiting for the final approval. So I need to, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for that final approval from the lady because I don't want to like 
yeah. have it in my name and like, cause it'd be a nightmare if it's, you know, is that one of the reasons why you're going to go there or that's not, hopefully, yeah, that? I will. It's not a condition, but hopefully I will buy it while I'm there. Yeah. Well, you got the, f- the hardest step out of the way. Oh, the money? Saving the money. Getting the money. <laughs> Spoken like a true comedian. Yeah. Kirk has a, by the way, a crippling cocaine addiction. So it's hard for him oh, to... No, I'm kidding, obviously. Kirk is a, one of the cleanest guys I know. A little straight edge, a little weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you have a beer once in a while. Yeah, if it's my birthday or something, sure. Yeah, like he'll have like two. Be like, woo. Oh, a wild night. Kirk. Two sips. Yeah. Two different kinds. I want to try both. <laughs> Every time you've had a beer uh, that I've been around you, I think it was in the beginning of our of our friendship, uh, because you just were doing it to make me feel at ease. I do do that. Yes. Yeah, if somebody's really uncomfortable, I could tell that you were doing. Too much, you were like, have one to, okay. yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm having a beer. Yeah, it's delicious. It's great. Yeah, yeah, Enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy's really nursing that beer. <laughs> I think that's beer he had from last Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, well, that's good. Good for you. That's, that's progressing. That's I'm excited. Exciting. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Glad the weather's good. Old Volvos, old German cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe an old Volkswagen. I have a feeling there's lots of old Volvos up in Sweden. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Like, Volvo, I think, is the same word for tractor in Swedish, so they call them the old tractors. Oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Like that. get a, maybe get a deal on a Saab, since they don't exist yeah, anymore. Yeah, but they stopped making those. 2003 was the last year. I love that old Saab 9.3, the last one they built. Oh, the one they made in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we are going to seamlessly transition Seamless. to, uh, in the news. We're going to do a quick in the news before we do get on review of episode three of Low on the Spectrum. This is, this is hard to bring up. This is a tough one. I, yeah, I heard this one. on the news and I almost didn't want to talk about it. This was sent to us by half a dozen people, honestly. Thanks for sending me your, your messages. But this is uh, on the NPR website, but I could have grabbed it from anywhere because it was absolutely everywhere. 13-year-old boy with autism disorder shot by Salt Lake City Police. Police officer in Salt Lake City shot a 13-year-old boy with an autism spectrum disorder on Friday after his mother called 911 seeking help for her son, who was experiencing a mental health crisis. Golda Bartone told CBS KUTV that she called police to request a crisis intervention transport. Her son, Leiden Cameron, Cameron we'd say, but Cameron, to a hospital for treatment as he was having a quote-unquote mental breakdown. Barton said Leiden has Asperger's syndrome. She just returned from work for the first time in nearly a year. She just returned to work for the first time in nearly a year and said that her son suffers from separation anxiety. Barton reportedly told the officers that her son was unarmed and described him as a, quote, kid trying to get attention and he doesn't know how to regulate, end quote. She said she was told to stay put when the officers arrived at her house. Within minutes, Barton said she heard voices yelling, get down on the ground, followed by several gunshots. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's ridiculous because he's 13. Maybe don't shoot him. Unarmed 13-year-old. Uh, unarmed child. An unarmed 13-year-old, yeah. yeah. In a press briefing, Salt Lake City Police Sergeant Keith Horrocks said that the officers were called to the scene shortly after 10 p.m. to respond to a, quote, violent psychic issue, end quote, involving a juvenile who had, quote, made threats to some folks with a weapon, end quote. Horrocks said there was no indication that the subject had a weapon but stressed that the investigation was in its early stages. Without using his name, Horrocks said that, that Leiden, who is white, fled the address on foot and that one police officer fired at him during a, quote, short foot pursuit. Officers provided medical aid until Cameron was transported to a hospital. He's reportedly in serious condition. According to the online fundraising page created by the family friend, Leiden has injuries to his shoulders, ankles, and intestines and bladder. 
Page says that that while the long-term effects of those injuries are still unknown, it's likely that his recovery will be long and required multiple kinds of treatment. Barton told reporters that her first thought was that her son was dead and that the officers did not immediately reassure her that he was not. She slammed the law enforcement's handling of the incident, incident and questions why they didn't use less aggressive tools like tasers or perhaps rubber bullets. He's a small child. Why don't you just tackle him, Barton said. You're big police officers with massive resources. Come on, give me a break. End quote. That's how I would have said it. Neurodiverse Utah, a grassroots organization that promotes autism acceptance and self-advocacy, said in a statement that people are less likely to be able to think rationally and respond promptly when they're experiencing a mental health crisis. Police were called because help was needed, but instead more harm was done when the officers from the SLPD, Salt Lake City PD, expected a 13-year-old experiencing a mental breakdown to act calmer and collect more calm and collected than adults trained as officers. End quote. According to KUTV, the police department issued a statement on Tuesday saying an investigation by law enforcement and the district's attorney's office is ongoing and the city's civil review board and police department's internal affairs division will also conduct a, quote, parallel separate investigations, end quote. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Uh, okay, this is the city mayor. No matter the circumstances, what happened Friday night is a tragedy and I expect this investigation will be handled swiftly and transparently for the sake of everyone involved, she said. Police said they do not anticipate having any further updates until the police body cam footage is released 10 business days from the incident, which we're coming up on. We're very close to that. Friday's shooting comes in in a summer marked by protests against racial injustice and police brutality following numerous high-profile incidents involving officers killing black people, including George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Jacob Blake. We, you know... I especially am the one that really posts. I don't that uh, push. I don't want this to be political. Like I, I obviously have strong political views, like everybody. But I, th- I think this podcast says it is, is incendiary enough as it is. So yeah, I don't think. But it's some things are common all, sense. I, I don't think it needs to be political, and I agree. Um, <clears throat> I have a cousin uh, who I'm a very tight family, and I have a cousin who's a police officer. And there was a very there was a sort of a similar issue in Toronto five years ago, and. Some guy was a crazy, a guy who's ha- who's having an episode, younger guy, was waving a knife, and I was like, why don't they use a taser? And he's like, well, you have to get close to use a taser. And then there's a, you know, there's all this, like, science on, like, closing distance with a knife and how long it takes and all that, and it's why they use deadly force. And it just, okay, okay, fine, fine, but, uh, and who knows if this 13-year-old boy was waving a knife no, he's unarmed. There's no evidence that he was, had a weapon. Sure, sure. No, this, I, this boy, not your uh, yes, story. This, this boy, yes, I understand. But they also, I'm playing devil's advocate. It was a, you know, they, she heard what was, she only heard what was going on. He may have grabbed the knife and there's an investigation. I doubt it, but I don't know anything. Obviously, I'm. I'm well, he was shot while running away. Either. Yes, which is crazy. What I'm saying is, I'm not on the off, I'm, I'm just saying that this is, um, an example of why we need social worker types to be called to social worker situations to de-escalate things and not people who are uh, trained to handle riots handle riots and violent things it's like and and that's not really a political statement to say because it's no matter what, where you fall on this, police have been have been asking for that for decades. Yeah, I, they're I saying we're, we we're not too, supposed yeah. to be doing this. You know, we yeah. need 
a different service to come to well, these things. It should be a different service to two men having a knife fight at a bar yes. versus a 13-year-old unarmed disabled kid. Yes. It should it's be two tragic. Different, it makes me really two sad. two very different situations. And um, I live in America. I, I support America. I love America. But it makes me happy that I that my brother lives in Canada because there's less of that going on because there are more times people are there are more social service people call but Canada does have that problem I'm, I want to put that out there like but I said the example you, I used was in Canada right for those of you here in the states I mean this is an opportunity to continue to to raise our voices to to, to say that this is not good enough and that there needs to be different programs mm-hmm. when when there is uh, disruption by disruptions by disabled people there should be experts called in mm-hmm. Not like I have a I have a brother-in-law who was in the army for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Then when he retires, he becomes a cop. He might not be the best person to handle yeah. a disabled 13-year-old. It might be somebody who's trained to work with disabled people. Yeah, maybe they're the same size. Maybe it's also a big man, but it might not be a big person. Right, one woman could do it too. Yeah, a big person that could handle somebody of, of size. But uh, it should be it has to be different resources There's definitely dedicated a better that way. And I know this doesn't happen all the time and all the times where it, it does ha- work, We've covered it does, five of these. You know, it, happens all the, it does happen all the time. But I'm saying, you know, I know we don't cover the times when it doesn't happen because right. I don't make the news. But right. it shouldn't That's happen true. at all. Period. That's uh, true. A disabled boy should not be running away and be shot in the back. Yeah. Unarmed. In my opinion. In my crazy. But well, I, because I, he's disabled, what's he going to do? So he runs away. Then what? Yeah. He's not going to murder he's people or rob hungry. a bank. Um, he's going to go hide somewhere in a slide. Yeah. If it was my son, he'd try to go to McDonald's and steal someone's fries or something. You could track him down. Yeah. I, uh, that one time my son went into, I th- I've covered this on the podcast before, but went into the dry cleaners and ripped his own pants off, and they called the police because you can't walk around, with, you know, al, al dente out there. What's that called? A commando? We live in a communist society. So, uh, But, yeah, if the police... My son's bigger than me. They could have been handled much worse. It could have been like a physical altercation. It wasn't. Lucky. And that stuff, yeah, it's very fortunate because that stuff's scary. The mom, if the mom was like, listen, your son's having a meltdown, but if we call the police, he's going to get shot. She wouldn't have called. No. <laughs> no, she wouldn't have. My, I, I, a, a friend, uh, a person I know, um, was had a man uh, was in japan in the airport and had a manic episode um and in the airport acting and he's a bigger purse bigger dude very manic and all he remembers is the security the police surrounded him and smiled and started talking to him in very calm, dulcet tones. And we're like, no, just come with us. Just come. No, no, no. And he's like, ah, I don't want to. Ah. And they're like, no, it's okay. It's okay. And just waited the 40 minutes it took to de-escalate it. And everything was fine. Yeah, and he, and he was hit the head of the, uh, the baton for 20 minutes. Yeah. No, yeah. He wasn't choked. He wasn't shot in the back. Reminds me of there's a comedy club in Dallas called Hyenas, and they used to only employ off-duty cops. Mm-hmm. And the way they'd kick people out, they'd always be like, "Hey, let's go talk outside for a second. And they'd be like, "I can't leave my purse. Oh, we'll get your purse. Come outside. Once you go out, you're not going back in. Yeah. But they would always kick people out like that. And as a comedian, you're like, "Great, don't like just grab them and like yeah. drag them out, knocking over tables. Yeah. Just talk to them. Hey, come outside for a second. Let's talk for a second outside. Yeah. So smart. 
Much nicer. Well, anyway, we got that out of the way. Yeah, let's get to the fun stuff. Serious one. Yes, this is. uh, We had we had enough people telling us to do it, so we we had to talk about it. And uh, I'm glad you you. I'm glad that our listeners are engaged, and I'm glad that we we had the opportunity to talk about it. And I hope we didn't. It's an important issue. I think. Yeah, it's a very it's an important issue. And anyway, I hope that uh, if you're we illuminated somebody out there hopefully it doesn't matter anyway what does but moving on (laughs) i would like to talk about what i'm excited to talk about right now is love on the spectrum episode three spoiler i'm way way into this uh i know i'm getting you for christmas kleenex you're very emotional watching over there i get emotional yeah i get emotional i it's the one part of my life where uh i'm i'm not a robot and i it, it it gets to me and it, it's hard. I, I don't think know. it's very familiar to you. Yeah, obviously, it's real familiar. And I mean, you too. Yeah, of course. But well, I have a real issue—not issue, but I—if you can't tell when I'm watching it, obviously connect with the parents. Where like the yes. dad's like jokes and yes. the dad like yes. trying to like just keep his head above water the whole time. It's just like oh, it's brutal. Yeah, but yeah, I connect with the, the parents most of the time. Oh, the time. Hey, that one scene, I, I mean, I, I, I cried. Which one? Um, where the father of um, Mark is his name? Well, there's a bunch. Mark is a character. That's Mark, a good-looking kid. Yes. Yeah. Mark's father is talking to the camera, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." It's yeah, yeah, really yeah. hard. I, he goes, "Look, one thing I want to say is that." It's a lot of you have to work together as parents yeah. to get through this. It's really hard, and a lot of um, us didn't make it as a couple. Yeah, statistically, it's over half don't yeah. make it. Yeah. Because I, I, he says all of our friends that have disabled kids didn't make it, and we did, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but it was really hard for yeah. a pre- period. I know you know what that's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And it, it, and it, and it just like it breaks your heart, but he's, he's like proud. But the thing which, was funny, which to me, gets me even more. Yeah, of he's course. like so happy. He's like, we did it, we did you know. It. Yeah, and and he, he's like so proud of Mark for like yeah. he's like he couldn't speak, and yeah. now he can speak, and now he, he he's like a sweet boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, know? he's like the, not to be weird, but he's the catch that like good looking kid. He seems sweet. It's like some want to be lucky to have someone. Yeah, like that. he's he's like doing what a lot of like what my brother he does doing a little bit of what my brother does where he's taking copying I social cues that. from movies and lines probably he's got a, he's and got facial a, expressions yeah yeah facial expressions lines and it's what a beautiful day and he looks around like he's been taught to look around or something it's, he did it's, it was yes very, exactly and it's it's base and 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 it doesn't go, go over well because even if you don't know you're noticing as a, the receiver of that conversation yes. the other person you know it's fake something seems a little there's a disconnect and it's, yeah. it's it's like that in stand up a lot of stand ups yes. they practice their act in a mirror and you can tell and they're like and then i was over here yeah ha and everyone's like okay robot man like yeah it's a little you tough. have to like be more in the moment and more engage. authentic and be yourself yeah. yeah so but at the same time my heart goes out to him because he's doing his yes, best 100 percent, he's doing his best he's like, trying he's trying his absolute best and like Say this, be positive, do this. So he's like, I'm doing everything you ask. Now yeah. do it better. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my absolute best. I'm not holding out. I'm not holding back anything. There was, w- I agree. There's one scene where Mark is 
they go to a conference. They go to not a conference, a boot camp. Yes, uh, a dating, like a dating boot camp. Yeah. It's not the same t- the same instructor as the previous episodes. See, uh, a a younger woman. I think she was Canadian. Um, By the way, you obviously hope that any good-looking woman is Canadian or a nice lady. You're like, oh, but she's Canadian. I could tell <laughs> by the accent there was like maybe like a Vancouverish accent. Maybe it could have been Washington. Could have no. There's more of a. I Seattle, think it was Washington. It could definitely could have been, of course. But I right. anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hope she's Canadian. <laughs> um, she's a very nice lady. Very yeah. cares about others. Uh, yeah. But anyway, she she is like. Um, there was one scene where, so this lady is hired two actors to role play, yeah. and they sit down and they practice dates, which is like so helpful. I wish my brother could do something like this. And they're like, so Mark sits down with the fe- with the with the uh, the female actress, and then they start riffing, and Mark gets he he stops acting for like a moment. Mm. He trips up soon after that because he's he he's like, what do I say now? But there was like, he was just doing um, like in the zone, like you are in yeah, sports, like second, not yeah. overthinking it, being himself. And it was like, you could see her, the actress who is not uh, disabled in any way, was like kind of a little charmed by him, mm. in for real. Yeah, you know, not in like a sexual way, but like. She, she, well, he, they were holding an actual conversation. They were holding an actual conversation, and she was giggling, and like it, it was, you know, it was, it was, uh, it's in there. It's just you're a- he's accessing it very little at a time. Yeah, yeah but it's definitely in there. Yeah, but it was very interesting, and it made me think of like his father saying, you know, he started couldn't even talk, and now he's doing this. It's like, well, maybe he could go a little more. Yeah, maybe he could access that that flow state. Maybe train him, get the synapses firing in there to access that a little more. Um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, Kelvin, my favorite character with a uh, temperature name. Mm-hmm. When uh, I felt for this guy, he goes on a date. The he's he's trying to like keep the date on track and like talk to her. She's like, "You like video games? Not really. Like manga. Let me get out my video games." So she gets out her video game console. Yeah. And then he's obviously not interested. And then she's like, well, you're not very good at this. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to play this yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then tries to get it back on track. Yeah. And then and then uh, she asks him something like, uh, oh, you're really good at Japanese. Oh, yeah. And he's like, answer that. And then the chef's like, well, catch this egg. Yeah. Like, he starts interrupting, too. I'm like, jeez, Louise, yeah. nothing's going right for this poor guy. No, he was... He was actually doing really well. I thought he was doing as good as he could do. Calvin was doing pretty good. Yeah, and ask him, what do you think of that girl? I thought she was nice. She just doesn't like manga. And then she's off camera. I actually do like manga. Yeah. Just yeah. not as much as I like video yeah. games. Yeah. Like this poor guy. Yeah. Like an old henpecked couple. Like yeah. they're already, already like correcting each other. <laughs> I felt for him because I'm like, ugh. And then she has a bit of a speech impediment, no fault of her own. And it was like a classic who's on first. Yeah, and they couldn't understand and each she other. And she, she, she can't quite pronounce racial. computer. And then he was like, couldn't understand what she's she was like, saying. She's like, you're saying computer? And she's like, um, I don't mean to be racist, but you're, I, we're having trouble. You can't say computer. And he's <laughs> like, like, what's happening? Com- <laughs> so bad. She's like, are you saying computer? It's like, it was like, it's so funny. It was so hard to watch. Yeah, I it felt was hard. so bad. He's like, no, I can't. <laughs> you have a speech impediment. Anyway, um, 
it was difficult for her as well. Uh, 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 yeah. he, you know, it just highlights again. It's so hard. Just yeah. the, I mean, and this is a cliche in comedy. We make fun of each other if a comedian does too much dating material or if they do dating is hard because it's kind of a well-worn subject, but it's well-worn for a reason. It is hard. Like it's uh-huh. like, yep. yeah, a hundred percent. Very hard. And easy uh, to have misunderstandings, easy to get sidetracked, easy for it to just go sideways when you yeah. put 100% effort into it. And she was a little more high-functioning than him. She might have been. And you could tell that she was a little, like, bored He's nice, really nice guy, yeah. but it's, you know, it's really, imagine all those issues and then also not having, uh, all being on the same level. Yeah. You know, I have that tr- problem with you. Uh, but yeah it's just an added wrinkle that uh that uh you know my my brother has experienced time and time again time and time again either that she's less uh functioning or he's usually the the, or he's usually the one the least functioning um but i will say this that I relate so much, as you do, as we said earlier, to the family members, but a common thread between all of them is they're so nice. They're such good people. Trying, yeah. All of them are such good people. And I can't remember the phrase. There was, I wish I could remember. I would looked it up. I couldn't, I couldn't Google it properly. I, I texted my friend to ask him. There was a point when my friend thought that his... Uh, next child may have a disability. There was like a five or ten percent chance that they could tell in the womb, and so he was doing a lot of research on it. Mm. And he was like, "You know, there's this and such and such a thing. It's called the whatever curve, and it it's it just pr- it it's a study show that it makes everyone around them better." better people, more patient, more compassionate, everything. And I think we've talked about this before yeah. on the podcast, but it was it's just one of the things I notice in this is that they they're all compassionate, cool as hell people. I and think it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I think it's and great. And you and I, you know, all this to say that you and I are the best. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Well, do we do it? Is that it? I think so. I, 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 I love reviewing this, um, Love on the Spectrum. I, I do recommend it. Uh, I know that a, l- a lot of it is not dealing with people who are nonverbal or, or uh, you know, it's, it definitely doesn't take a l- encapsulate a lot of what the spectrum is, only a part of the spectrum, but it makes me feel stuff, and I know that you can relate to it even though your, your son is nonverbal, so... I think it's great. I think it's a step in the right direction. I think it's important work that they're doing. And, uh, yeah, I encourage you to check it out. If it's and not a little too close to home. And it's not a bummer. Yeah, I agree. Everything out there is a bummer these days. Yeah, a lot of things are. It's true. It's not a bummer. It's positive. So, anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you guys are, are great people, I'm sure. And you're going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm at Instagram K on Instagram, Mr. Graham K on Twitter. Kirk over there is at Kirk Smith Comedy. Uh, like and review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. 
helps the algorithm. If you would like, patreon.com slash autastic. If you would like to donate $1 an episode, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You know, you don't need to have it, and then you lose it. It's in there. That's my crew. Yeah, patreon.com, whatever, slash autastic. Um, and I think that's it, right, Kurt? That's it, man. Have a great week, guys. You can do it.